did you by chance get a chance to read my email? Yes, yes, we actually just read and do it now. Okay. Um, so first off, I'm taking after doing a takeoff on the excavation. After I get all my quantities and my cut and my fill and everything of that, um, what do I do next? Well, first thing, you know, we need to figure your erosion control. Okay. Uh, you know, what what, what what does it consist of? Is it going to be silt fence, silt fence with wire backings? Is it going to be erosion eels, straw bales, whatever it may be? Uh, figure those things first. Okay. Uh, what about clearing, clearing and grubbing? You know, has it got, you know, major vegetation? You're going to have to, you know, clear a lot of trees and stuff. Okay. Uh, and, you know, it wouldn't hurt to cruise the trees if you got a lot of trees. And in our area, a lot of times we'll go in and clear, and if we look at the timber, see if there's any logs that you know can potentially you know reduce your cost in clearing. Okay. And then you know we we try to haul those to a lumber mill close by and and, and get money out of that. Okay. Uh, next thing in our area, we generally figure on like six inches of topsoil. So before you you figure your ex your excavation, you need to figure you know you've got to strip your topsoil in all areas that's gonna be affected as far as cut and fill. And then you gotta figure, is there room on site or can you find somewhere common ground to store that topsoil? I'm taking that, sorry. That's fine. There room on site, question mark. To store, okay. And, you know, once you figure out what you're going to do with the topsoil, you know, if there's not enough room, you're going to have to haul it somewhere and store it. And then when a job is near completion, you've got to go back and put topsoil down, which is going to leave you with the excess of topsoil to get rid of. Okay. And so it's going to cost you money to, to move it, you know, to a store place, or it's going to cost you money to get rid of it as well. So, you know, you've got to figure those things into your estimates, you know, when, when you're figuring your, your quantities as well. Will there be leftovers for Yes. Okay. And there's another thing. If you if you've in your contract, if you've got just say you've got two hundred loads of topsoil to get rid of, you've got to figure it. In my opinion, I, I figure mine is like I'm going to haul it to a dump to get rid of it. But I generally try to when a job starts, I try to start you know looking around, see if I can find some other projects around that may need topsoil and try to sell it to them. That way you get paid to haul it off, and then you also get paid to, to deliver it to another site that needs it. Right, okay. Uh, and another thing to think about is like, does the site balance? You know, you're gonna have import, you're gonna have export, and do you have another site, you know, within a, a decent range that you might be able to offset to where you can haul material from one job to another to make them balance out? Right, okay. Well, I mean, that's just getting started. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of other things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so many different equations that right. dirt. dirt and, you know, is it an unclassified bid or is it a classified bid? You know, do you have in your area, I mean, around here we have a lot of rock, a lot of limestone. So we have to do blasting or, uh, you know, hole ramming or drum cutting, you know, one or the other to, to get rid of rock. Uh, I generally try to exclude it, you know, unless it comes out as a classified bid. If it's classified, then you have to bid on it. 
Right. Okay. Uh, so you know you got to take that into account. If you've got geo reports and you got core samples or core drills, that should give you a pretty good estimation. You know, if it, you know, hey, is this going to be fifty percent rock, seventy percent rock, or maybe one hundred percent rock? Right. Uh, okay. So then you've got to take that into account. And what about accessibility? You know, I mean, is it going to be hard for your, you know, trucks to get in and out of that site to import or export the material? You got to think about haul times. How far is it to the closest dump? How far is it, you know, to get, you know, machinery and materials in there? Are you going to have room to stockpile materials? Haul times, turnaround times. And are you renting your equipment or do you own your equipment? So we do a little bit of both. We just got done buying a 335. Um, it's our first excavator. Um, and then we got a motor as well. Yeah. Just kind of financing. So those two we got and everything else we're still renting. What about on site? I mean, as far as articulating trucks, are you using like, you know, your on road trucks to move material? from one place to another on site? No, we got a set that does that for us. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> and that's that another thing. You, <laughs> yeah. That's another thing you gotta consider, you know, is, you know, from where you're loading to where you're gonna fill, you know, your your uh, ratios of how quick you can get a load there and get your truck back to get loaded again. Multiply it by 1.75, 1.8 because it fluffs. What do well, you typically? What what I do, you know, of course, dirt's going to vary from from area to area, but the way we do it here is length times width uh, divided by 27 gives you your cubic yards. Right. So and then, then and then we add we add 10 percent to it for fluff. Okay, so you just leave it at quarter yards. So yeah, and, and I think so. And during utilities, I always convert tons. So whenever I'm thinking about dirt, I think about tons. And a lot of we we do one point five to convert dirt to to, to tons. Okay. Yeah. And if you're doing rock, if it is rock excavation, then we generally add twenty to twenty five percent fluff. Okay. And you need to look at you know we we generally. On a triaxle dump truck here, you know, they have like 20 cubic yard beds on, and but they won't hold 20 cubic yards of rock or dirt. They hold 20 cubic yards of sand maybe, but anyway, that's the way they calculate the, the yardage on our beds. But generally, what we do is we figure about uh, 11, 11 to 11 to 11 and a half tons of dirt per truck. And then we figure about nine cubic yards of rock per truck. Okay. All right. So a little bit less, not overfilling them too much. Right. Okay. Okay. So I think I need to start turning myself into speaking up cubic yards instead of times, like 
and constantly converting the tons versus cubic yards. Yeah, I would anything to do with excavation, you need to figure on uh, cubic yards. When it comes to your rock and stuff, you know, like three quarter inch rock, uh, pug mix, stuff of that nature, then you gotta convert them to tons. So we usually start off, you know, right around 1.5. Uh, we'll get you your ton rate. <clears throat> and the smaller the rock, the higher the number. So you wanna go like a 1.8 for like half inch. Uh, one inch would be like a 1.4. Uh, two inch to three inch rock would be like a 1.1. So then you get to where you got like four or five inch rock, you know, up to rip wrap size. Okay. You're you're basically doing cubic yards per ton. Okay. You say your name was Marlena. It is Marlena. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We were we, we were off looking at your email. I'm sorry about that. Well, we, neither one of us got a glass. I, I, I wrote it this morning before I had my coffee, so it's probably all over the place. <laughs> That's no problem. Uh, we, we stayed up pretty late watching a lot of your guys' videos. Um, yeah, we appreciate that. that. Brought, yeah, the one that brought me to you guys was, um, huh. what is his name? I'll have to go back and look at you guys. I couldn't see, but it was, uh, he was speaking about the transparency sheets. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, that's okay. what I was going. That's what I was going to suggest to you here in a minute. You know, to get you some transparency sheets. Yeah. And make okay. you a grid. You know, like for a ten scale, twenty scale, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, and do it with permanent marker. Okay, permanent. So trans. Yep. And then in one corner or the other, just real small, write what scale it is, so you don't get them mixed up. Okay. And when you lay out your drawings, like on your plan table, what I do is I take a transparency sheet. And I will 90 off two corners. Okay. I do my takeoff in that grid for that one section, and then I move it over to where my corners match, and then I mark the next two corners. That way okay. you're not that way you're not overlapping. Okay. You're gonna have to show me how to do that. <laughs> All right. You're gonna have to film a video so I can see what's being done. All right. I'm not set up to do that tonight, but I can do it. You know, in a, in, a, in a, maybe next Wednesday night we can do it. Okay, that sounds awesome. That would be a tremendous help for me, and I'm sure there's a lot of other people out there that would love to see that. Yeah. Because that, when I see, when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I'm not exactly what I had to do, but well, transparency sheets makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, before they had takeoff tools and, and uh, <clears throat> uh, desktop uh, software, <laughs> That's the way we've done it, you know, years ago. We had to do it by hand. Right, and see, and I think I want to learn by hand before I even try to start using anything. I mean, I, I'm, at, I'm at a point where I can start looking for digital stuff, but it's still a little expensive, but I want to learn actually what I'm doing before I just start plugging it into yeah. the computer and having it do it for me, because I'm already, I feel like I'm already kind of behind the game, so. Well, and I would like to suggest something whenever, and it's pretty feasible, but it's the most user-friendly. When you do start looking into it, I would look at SiteTech or PayDirt. They're the same company. Some people still call it PayDirt, but they've merged over to SiteTech. Uh, okay. And you can either do a puck or stylus pen. I've always been a fan of a puck. It's a lot easier for me because you got crosshairs. And as you get older, my... my my vision's got worse, so a puck works really good for me. Okay. I'll, I'll definitely take a look at that. 
take a look into that. Yeah. Well, which now they don't do a mat anymore. It's all on the computer screen, so it may be yeah. easier than that now. Yeah. Okay. I'll definitely take a look at that. Yeah. But yeah, if you could show me how to do it with the transparency sheets, just so I can see it, visualize it, um, a little bit more, that would be awesome. Yeah. Keep myself here, and that way I can start getting Mr. Bids done. Yeah. What part of the, what part of the world are you in? So we're in Colorado. Colorado. Okay. Yeah. We're located in Colorado. And we haven't traveled outside of Colorado. Um, my husband has done work down in Arizona, though. Yeah. Um, which that's a whole other. There's down there is completely different than ours here. I have some friends that live out just outside of Denver. There. Oh, be awesome! Yeah, yeah. we're here. We're here in the Springs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we just got started a couple years ago on our own. Um, my husband's been doing utilities for forever, and he's always talked about owning his own company, and when his company um, sold out um, that he was working for, they, they sold out to a bigger company, and I told him, let's just do it on our own. So we've been doing that ever since, and the pandemic hit, and it kind of worked in my favor because I was always working at home anyways, and now things are kind of getting back to normal, and we're starting to you know, land some dirt jobs. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I hope it works out for you. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, so what does Pro Dig or Profit Dig exactly do? Because I, I kind of have a template system that I created in Excel. Um, yep. I was kind of looking at some of your videos, and it kind of looks familiar to what I'm already kind of using. Um, well, and there and, are some things that are definitely different. Yeah, and, and what we do is like, we go, you, you go into our system and you set up your crews, you set up your equipment, uh, your overhead, your profit, you set everything up. And when you put in your, your bids, you put in your quantities, you put in your materials and all your costs, it also, and that's one thing I was gonna tell you here in a minute, it's very important to track your job cost. If you don't know what it costs you for your guys and your equipment to run every day, you can't actually give an accurate bid because you're either going to be too high and never pick up any work or you're going to be so low you're going to get all the work and you're not going to make any money. So you have to know what it costs you to work your company. Uh, but that's what we do. When you enter your cost into our system, it will build a working budget for you, which is it doesn't work off of your profit, it doesn't work off of your overhead, it works off of your raw cost. So whatever your materials cost, if you go over or under on your materials, it will show you whatever your actual cost is on your labor. If you go over or under, it will show you that. <clears throat> same with your equipment, same with your fuel. It will give you details, you know, to let you know. And it does it by bid item. Okay. And so, so, like, so if I were to estimate a project <clears throat> and then we land the job, and then say we have keep track of his dailies and his the hours on the machines, the hours of his guys and everything out in the field. Then will it calculate all that stuff? Yes ma'am. Okay, yes, ma and it will it will throw up a red flag on your bar charts and stuff and it'll show you like, hey, you're getting close to your budget or hey you went over your budget. Awesome. See, and, so and like I said it, it does it per <laughs> it does it per bid item. And that way you know if you've got an issue, you know, you may have twenty five bid items 
and all of them are doing good except for one. It gives you the opportunity to create that to correct that bid item on your next next bid on a job right. center. Okay, that's pretty fancy. Yeah, it works really well as long as you put the time into it. You know to do it. You know you got to have your guys right. in the field to actually enter time and stuff. You know as they do it, and uh -huh. and you can actually do payroll and stuff off our system by looking at their their pay uh, off their time sheets when they turned in. And so do you guys have timesheets and everything in that system? We do have timesheets, you know, that you enter. Uh, okay. Can you print those? You can print those off and everything, get you? I think so. I think you can even print them off, you know. I think it, it okay. converts to like a, a Word or Excel or something like that where you can print off. But okay. uh, but it keeps up with all your costs. And like, you know, if you have to go to the Lowe's and say you got to go buy some concrete for some thrust blocks or something, uh -huh. and you can take a picture of that receipt and upload it to that particular job. Okay, uh, that's cool. Yeah, and so you can keep up with all your receipts and everything right there. Uh, delivery tickets, all you guys in the field, all they gotta do is just take a picture or scan them with their phone and upload them right to that uh, that project. Okay. Because that's one thing we struggle with is our guys in the field, they lose receipts all the time and we're struggling trying to, to match up and make sure it's something that we, you know is legit or not. Yep, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny because I'm always yelling at them. Make sure you get that ticket, make sure you get that ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my husband comes home with a folder full, like after a good month, and he's like, can you take this? <laughs> get it out of my truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so then my dad, so my dad works with us as well. And he's normally our fueler guy, so he's like, the thing didn't print out of the receipt. He already knows that I'm going to be yelling at him. I need that receipt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome, that's cool. So I definitely I, I liked the videos that I've seen. It's definitely a system that's that I can see very beneficial. Well, and, and we're not one of those companies that you know out here trying to make millions of dollars. We're, we're, we want to make millions. We, we want to make millions. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Be nice. But <laughs> right. but our first goal is to help people. I mean, contractors that are established. They've got programs they paid you know, tens of thousands of dollars for to do exactly what we do and, and, and even more than what we do. Uh -huh. But we're out here for the, the new companies coming up that can't afford to go out and spend you know, $10,000, dollars 20000 to get all these programs put into place. We're trying to give you the opportunity to grow and, and track your business, track your company, track your cost, and make you as profitable as we can. Oh, that's awesome, and I definitely see that. Um, my, that was one thing that my husband was mentioning last night. He said, you know, that's something that we could definitely afford. Yeah. So, and I mean, he was sold the minute that he started watching the videos. He's like, that's what you need. And I was like, it is. And I was like, but does it do the dirt? Yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, I'm going to call them. He's like, call them tomorrow. So I figured I'd just shoot you guys an email. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad you gave us your number because, you know, your, your question was pretty in depth. You know, there was actually several questions in there and it would have been hard to, to reply in a video or in an email without, you know, actually talking to you to see exactly what your concerns was. I mean, we could answer them, but it, it may not have been the answer that you was looking for. Right. Well, I'm glad that you guys gave me the time of day and, and called. Well, you, you're more than welcome to save my number. Okay. And if you have any questions or if I can help you in any way, you give me a call. If I don't call you right back, you know, if I don't answer, I will call you back in a few minutes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, 
feel free to reach out to me because that's what we're here to help you and upcoming contractors get started and you know, be as profitable as they can. Well, I appreciate it, you guys. And yeah. I'll definitely look forward to more of your guys' vehicle videos. videos. Yeah. And well, we, thank you. I appreciate it. We really appreciate your interest. And if there's anything else we can do, just let us know. Okay, sounds great. Thank you, guys. Uh -huh. Good morning. Bye-bye.